Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. The Grace Hill Women's Business Center has a new address, but is continuing a program that's been around for a while. That service is designed to help aspiring female entrepreneurs in the development of micro-business opportunities. Joining me in studio to tell us more is Alice Herndon, the director of the Grace Hill Women's Business Center. Riona Weiss is the owner of Weiss Impact Network. Ladies, thank you for being with us. Well, Great to have you. thank you so much, Don. Alice, let me start with you. How difficult is it for women to begin a business in St. Louis? It's easier than some may think. Um, But what happens is having the right um, information to make informed decisions and and following the right steps as well. Um, Often you have women business owners that endeavor to start a business. They um, actually do things a little bit out of order. And what I mean by that, um, they may have a website or an EIN number, but they fail to register their name. And so I often share with the people, start business before you start business. And that starts with registering with the state of Missouri. Is it more difficult for women or the same as it would be for men? It's more difficult for women due to the the access of opportunities. And so gaining the information, again, to get the right Mm -hmm. steps. Normally, um, men have a network that they utilize. Mm -hmm. And women can also create the same, but just knowing which avenues to take and what direction that they're going to need to start their business. Riona, how difficult was it for you? Uh, Actually, it was... Very difficult initially. (laughs) Uh, I actually started my business in 2007, and then I stopped because, again, where Alice talks about those steps, I didn't follow the the necessary steps. I didn't know how to price the services that we were offering. I didn't know how to truly market it and put that information out there. But after connecting with the Women's Business Center and going through their 16-week Weibo course, I was able to... Um, be more productive and effective in moving forward and understanding all of those necessary steps and operating off of a true business plan. What is your business? Um, So I have a nonprofit organization called Wise Impact Network as well as a for-profit business called Wise Consulting Group. And um, with Wise Impact Network, we basically service people in the North County area through youth development, through career development, job training, as well as uh, men and male empowerment. Mm -hmm. Um, With Wise Consulting Group, I basically help entrepreneurs um, start their own business and take those steps and help them go through the process. My major focus is nonprofit organizations, uh, just making sure that they fully understand what it means to be nonprofit and how to actually set themselves up to be able to access money. So are you competing with Alice? Not in her at all. operation? <laughs> <laughs> I actually work with Alice. I'm Absolutely. one of the, the counselors through the Women's Business Center working to help those uh, women that come through the center to do one-on-one counseling. Just to be clear, you had an idea and wanted to go into business, so you jumped in without really figuring out the best way to do that. Yes, yeah. and and that happens so often. You just, you know, I've got an idea. I want to start this up, and you just go, and next thing you know, you're like, I'm failing, I'm failing, I'm failing, and it's because you just didn't go through those steps. And like Alice said, it's it could be very easy if you know what those steps are and you go through them. Alice, walk us through uh, how you would deal with someone like Riona coming to you and saying, I need help. 
So um, that happens daily. We have someone who enters into the office or may call the office and seek guidance. And so the first step is I want to find out what your ideas are. So I like to listen to what women have to share about their business or their concept or what they endeavor. What's the what's the vision? Tell me what the end looks like. And then I can kind of step back and say, now, here are the steps that I think that may be important for you. In many cases, it's identifying that target market. Who is it that you're trying to serve? What problem are you trying to solve? And once you identify that, then we can kind of narrow it in and bring it to a little bit more of a focus where we can really hone in on the idea. Um, I often ask those questions just to get clarity so we know what direction we're going to be taking. Do you ever tell women who come in, uh, you're not ready yet, this is uh, not the the time? time. Really? the time. Uh-huh. Um, I try to be very, try to be very poignant and by sharing, <laughs> um, this is not a, this is a great idea, but it doesn't make money. Um, so what happens is you have a person that will come in and share one idea, but I also have this idea, but I also have this idea. And I would say, pause, let's focus on one thing and one thing only, because if you try to divide yourself into several different components, you'll be a success at nothing. And so um, we even had a person come in who wanted to open up a daycare. And so with her wanting to open up a daycare, I said, you know, you can start a daycare in your home. And she says, I don't want any children in my home. So I said, you're not ready to do this. (laughs) So it's really asking those clarifying questions and let the entrepreneur talk or the small business owner talk about what their ideas are. And then you can offer guidance from there. Yeah. Riona, when I asked uh, Alice, whether or not uh, she ever turned people down, you had a big, a big <laughs> smile and a laugh on you. What were you laughing at? Well, again, uh, <laughs> with, with working with, uh, I do the counseling. So I do the one-on-one counseling. So I'm, you know, once Alice goes through that process and she says, okay, you're ready to connect with a counselor. And this counselor then becomes, you know, that go-to person, the empowerment person, the person who you run the ideas by, who, you know, help you to get your plan in order. Uh, and, and again, Sometimes they still pass Alice and we come to realize that this is not really what you want to do. And a lot of times people want to go into business because I just don't want to work for someone anymore. For the wrong reasons. Yes, for the wrong Mm -hmm. reasons. But it's not a passion. And in order to really give what is needed to be an entrepreneur, you have to have a passion for what you're going into because there are going to be times when you're not going to make money, you know, and you have to still keep going even through those times. And sometimes I find, you know, people just want quick money real, real fast. Mm -hmm. And if it can't happen, they're not willing to go through the process. And they won't last long. And so what what you find is that most businesses that will that started last year, at least 50% of them have already closed the doors mm-hmm. um, because they fail to have the passion or they fail to stay the course or to implement new processes. Being a business owner is very fluid. You have to be flexible to know when to change and how to assess what you've tried to implement mm-hmm. if it's working and if it's not working. What are some of the other wrong reasons for uh, trying to open a business, start a business? Wrong reasons for opening a bit quick money. Um, I, I don't want to work for someone else. Um, 
I've seen somebody else do it, so I think yeah. I can do it too. Um, or you work in a particular industry or area, and you think because you've been the person who's been carrying out a process or implementing a process for an organization, you too now can open up your own doors and, and do the same thing. And you may not have the same temperament as the organization may have. You may not have the same uh, passion. Um, you're, you're still operating in someone else's vision. And so you have to really make sure that you're passionate about what it is you're doing. Are you in it for the right reasons? Right. And, and if you're not going to make money, will you still get up the next day and, and, do, and, and do the same thing until it becomes profitable? And so, flexibility also kind yes. of falls in it. it. Flexibility is on two sides. It's the reason to do it, but it's also the reason not to. And that, the reason I say that is because sometimes people take <laughs> flexibility and think that means I never have to get up and go to work. <laughs> you know, it means, oh, you know, I'm just going to lay in bed till one and two o'clock and then start working. Well, that it doesn't work like that. So flexibility also means that you have the self-discipline to be mm-hmm. independent, to do that job and know that it may require late nights or early mornings, but you know how to work within that schedule. Most of the success stories you hear about people who are successful in business mm-hmm. is just that. They get up early and stay late because mm-hmm. when you own your own business, it's, it's all on you pretty much. You don't work, you don't eat. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a pretty good incentive. That's a pretty good incentive. Are you ever in the situation where you have people come in, maybe not quite ready, or the idea doesn't gel quite right, and try to put maybe a couple of them together saying, you know, if you two got together – and did this, uh, it would have a better chance. It's a, that's a great um, segue. So we created a program called Idea Spot. Idea Spot allows an entrepreneur to come in to see if their business is viable, um, if their pricing point is um, there. Um, what does other people say about your business after you've pitched it to them? So it really allows you to think about all of the things that go into the business. We also find that there are some entrepreneurs, once they've completed our training program, that they may be able to join forces together to compete for a contract. And so with women business owners, you want to be able to look at the certification process. So you have WBEs, which is Women Business Enterprises, Minority Business Enterprises, and then you have other certifications. But if all, if three women come together in a collective impact to participate in a grant or in, to participate in a contract, you'd be surprised how much um, all three can win by just coming together and being awarded that opportunity. One of the things that we should uh, be uh, clear about is our focus today is on women, mm-hmm. but you don't kick men out if they knock on the door, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So we're proudly funded through Small Business Administration as well as United Way and now the Collective Impact Network. Um, with that, we have, the, while our primary target markets happen to be women, we do know that there will be men that will come to seek guidance and assistance as well. I find that women entrepreneurs or women who are counselors tend to be a little bit more patient um, to make sure that we're answering those clarifying questions. And so we do not turn men away. But my primary target women. And I think they enjoy being in the class when it's just one of them to 20 women. They get all the attention. (laughs) 
Gee, do you really think that? <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like a pretty good ratio to me. I'll tell you that. We've got to take a break. We'll do that now. Come back and continue our conversation. We're talking about women entrepreneurs in uh, the city of St. Louis and the area and uh, a place they can go for help if they want to start that business. Back in just a moment. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening to this St. Louis on the Air podcast supported by University College at Washington University with undergraduate and graduate programs part-time evening and online. University College at Washington University offering world-class education within reach. And welcome back to our conversation about the Grace Hill Women's Business Center. What about capitalization? Uh, that's got to be a key ingredient. You can't start a business without having the financial wherewithal to do so. Okay. How do you deal with that, Alice? Okay. So the Women's Business Center has been very blessed to have some wonderful partners. So we've partnered with Balsa Foundation. Um, they have grants that are extended um, twice a year. And many of the entrepreneurs that have come through our program have also pitched um, to win um, a grant through that organization. We also have bankers hours where people can come into the office and meet with the banker to learn some of the steps that are required to access um, loans and or lines of credit. Uh, so we have several different banking partners that we work with and Really, we want to make sure that we're offering enough information that a person understands the financials about their business, understanding the startup costs, understanding the pro forma to make sure that they can look at how the money is coming in, how the money is being expended, and what do they need to keep them afloat. And so if you understand the financial pieces of your business, it'll allow you to sustain your business. So it's, there's a lot of different ways that we can work with entrepreneurs. So someone com can come in with a good idea mm -hmm. and an empty wallet and mm -hmm. maybe still find a way to get that business started. Absolutely. There's a lot of funding opportunities. So while there's different grants that might be available that focus on startup businesses, you also find that there are other investors that are interested in what they might be able to do mm -hmm. to support you in business. Um, well, another strong uh, aspect of walking into the Women's Business Center, even without dollars, is that they work with you to put together a business plan. And as you're looking for those type of finances and you're looking for investors or looking for loans and talking to bankers, you want to have a solid product that shows what it is that you're doing, how you're going to market it, and how will you be able to make the money once you've received it. So through, again, that 16-week course, by the end of that course, you're able to put together a full business plan, as well as working with the one-on-one -on -one counselors, they make sure that, you know, they help you through that process. Yeah. I, I would like to invite members of our listening audience into this conversation. I'm sure, sure there are many out there who are maybe been suddenly attracted to the idea of owning their own business, particularly with uh, the potential for having little in the way of financial resources to do so and maybe get some help. So our number is 382-8255. That's 382-TALK. Send us an email to talk at stlpublicradio.org or if you'd prefer to send a tweet, do so at STL on air. Riona, did you have a capitalization problem when you started? 
Uh, yes, I I was a single mother <laughs> when mm-hmm. I started. So um, everything that I was making was going towards my children at the time. Um, I've recently been married now, so uh, I've had a little bit more flexibility. But mm-hmm. we have six children and two dogs, mm-hmm. so they still kind of <laughs> they still kind of eat up all the money that we have. Um, but most importantly, again, I had a plan, mm-hmm. and by putting together that plan, I was able to access resources. One of the 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 uh, resources that I was able to access through the Women's Business Center, uh, they were doing the IDA program at the time. What, what is that? Individual development account. Mm-hmm. So it's a dollar-for-dollar dollar match, or it's a two-for-one match that's funded through the United Way. Mm-hmm. Well, you're opening up a, a, a new shop tomorrow on yes. Page, um, and it's going to be bigger and presumably better. What, what What is that going to do for you and your operation? Well, um, it's a it's a wonderful space. We have creative workspaces where well, people who can come into the business center. Um, you can, if you have a computer, you can bring your computer in. You can plug in, and you can work in an open creative space. If you do not have a computer and you want to focus on your marketing plan or your business plan or your pro forma, whatever it is that is, as long as it pertains to your business, you can come in and utilize one of our computers as well. We also have phone booths that are available where a person can come in, plug into their um, plug into the chair and actually take a FaceTime phone call with their earphones um, and it really secludes uh, the noise that's around mm-hmm. them. Um, we also have private offices that are available where if you need to have a one-on-one consultation with a counselor or with another client that you're working with, um, you can come in and utilize the space. So it's connected to Excel Center, which does a lot of the financial literacy for us. And we also have a coffee shop, 24-1 coffee shop that's <laughs> right there adjacent <laughs> to us. So you can come in, have a meeting, have a cup of coffee, and it's all good. <laughs> and that's uh, the grand opening ceremonies. This is at uh, 6722 Page. Is that correct? Do I yes, have the right sir. address there? That is and 9 correct. o'clock tomorrow morning, you're yes, going to be uh, having all of that. Uh, all of It'll that be stuff. brief. We'll have some refreshments, some light refreshments um, that'll be served. But it's just really getting people to know where we are. It's the brand awareness, having people know that we've moved from our previous location and we're now situated in Pagedale. Um, our office space is bright, open, it's creative. It's a you to come in and really connect with other entrepreneurs. As time allows, let's uh, let's get the listeners into the conversation. We'll start with Peggy, um, who is calling from Washington. I don't know if that's uh, the street or the nation's capital <laughs> or the state, but let's find out. Peggy, you're on the air. Hi, it's actually Washington, Missouri. Oh, that too. There's another, yet <laughs> yeah. another Washington. Yes, yet another. I just had a question. Um, it sounds very interesting, but I am not in the St. Louis area. Is there anything offered? Um, through the state, like you were talking about, or is it the only place we have to come into the city? So, Peggy, that's a wonderful question, and we do have accessibility. Um, so the Women's Business Center is funded through SBA, and so we have a Women's Business Center here in St. Louis, Missouri. We also have a Women's Business Center in Columbia, Missouri as well. And it, while you're there in Washington, we still have the ability to answer some questions for you. We do video conferencing, so you don't have to worry about trying to come into the office. 
Um, we do ask that our first meeting initially is face-to-face, but thereafter we can set up a video conferencing where we can guide and share documents really through our computers. Wow, that sounds great. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Who typically are the people who come to you? And, and I guess they come to you, uh, they, they learn about the Grace Hill Women's Business Center, and they just pop in one day and say, here's what I'd like to do? So we have we get phone calls um, daily. We have people who will stop by the office to visit and see who we are and how we do it. But I do a lot of marketing just to make sure that we have that brand awareness, um, guide people to our website so they can see the services that we offer. We have anywhere from the experienced entrepreneur who's looking to shift and change to the person who's going to start freshly. Um, so we're available and capable of assisting anyone no matter where they are. And and how did you find out about it, Riona? I found out in working um, with Grace Hill because um, Women's Business Center is uh, through Grace Hill, and from working with Grace Hill, there happened to be a flyer, and that flyer led me, you know, to ask more questions and recognize that I needed some support and I needed some help. I had an idea, and I knew that it could, you know, work. I just needed that support, so. Let's take another call. Tracy will join us from St. Louis. Tracy, thank you for waiting. You're on the air. Hello. Thank you, everyone. Okay, so I I actually have filed my Articles of Incorporation. I am Voices by Tracy, LLC. My issue that I'm having, um, because my business is not a brick and mortar, it's more of a mm-hmm. service business, it's often difficult for um uh, businesses like yourself to advise me into how to navigate the field with a service business. Um, even when I filed at the city of St. Louis, we kind of had to make up a, an area to kind of fit me in. There was no real box to fit me in. Have you found um, is for someone like me with a voiceover business that I operate out of my home, LLC, um, how would you advise me to kind of proceed going forward? I've been in business one year. So uh, just speaking, I'm, a, I'm in a service industry business, and my address is my house. Uh, so I would say proceed, you know, proceed as any business owner. You know, your the house as the address is just the address. That's just the location. But what you're doing, I mean, you could set it. It just depends on what all you need to do from home. You could set it up in your home and have that space strictly operating. I'm kind of talking from tax side, too. You know, if you have that space outlined to be your workspace, you also can utilize that to write your tax, write off on your taxes. But uh, we definitely have several people who start off in the home because as a small nonprofit, you may not have the capacity to be able to have a brick and mortar. Also, some people utilize uh, shared spaces where... And that's where you can come to the Women's Business Center. Mm -hmm. So we have those enclosed spaces where you can actually come in and have a meeting with a client. So if you need to meet with someone, we have the space where you can do it. You're in a secure area. um, You have a supportive area. And we can help you with that marketing and the branding piece because that's where it sounds like you need to make sure that you're driving business maybe to your website um, or to the services that you're offering. 
Yes. Okay. Thank you, ladies. You're very You're welcome. welcome. Tra- Tracy, thank, uh, thanks for your call. Uh, my number is about 300 uh, women that you've helped since you went into bi- 20 years ago since you started this. Is that right? So 20 years ago, we're getting ready to celebrate 20 years. And annually, we serve about 450 counseling clients. 450 women a year. Um, we also train about twelve to 1,600 persons a year that come to our workshops. Um, our workshops are free, and anyone is able to come and participate. We have some awesome speakers that are very passionate and committed to the services that they offer as well. And so I would say over the last 20 years, We've assisted at least six to seven thousand people individually. Um, Access to capital. We've just recently gone over eleven million dollars over the last twenty years. We're a small operation, just making a large (laughs) impact in in the community. And and when you see, it's just a small group of us, a core group, and I have some awesome facilitators and counselors that support me in this work. Um, I'm a blessed girl. How, how Yes, you are. That $11 million <laughs> right. just sticks out in, in my mind. Um, uh, how wide and broad a variety of businesses have gotten started through Grace Hill? This is... so. Okay, so let me just share a story. Um, I have a couple of them. So the first one is a young lady by the name of Corey Elliott. Corey Elliott is the owner of CMT Roofing. She actually was in corporate America, decided that she would come to the Women's Business Center, participated in the 16-week program. Um, She secured the contract of St. Louis Lambert Airport to redo their roof. She created 95 jobs. Um, We had another young lady um, who was displaced through Hurricane Katrina when she came to St. Louis working at a trucking company. She decided, I know how to negotiate these uh, contracts. Perhaps I can open up my own company. Went through the 16-week program, opened up her own company. She's now the owner of Ashcore Logistics, and she her return on investment is $100 uh, um, million dollars each year. Please forgive me. So it's so many success stories, um, caterers, um, consultants, um, child care providers. Yes, schools, child care providers. Uh, it's dry so cleaners. Many. Yes. Seamstress. So you, and, and of course, chiropractors. You've, got, you've got Riona over here. That's, not, yes. <laughs> that's the consultant, uh, yes. this consultant part of yes. all of this. Well, that's, uh, you know, it's great to hear that you've had that, these kind of uh, success stories. Uh, how about failures? Failures. There's always going to be failures, but those are lessons learned. And so I just see it as another opportunity to increase or make a change, to pivot and not stay stuck. And so just because something didn't work one particular time doesn't mean that it's an absolute loss. That How do we pivot and make it a success? Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned one thing earlier that i just like to emphasize for the moment in the little time that we have left, and that is talking about coming in with a business plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we can figure out what that means, but what, mm-hmm. what uh, constitutes a, a good business plan? Um, the, the business owner should really know the business. 
Um, and oftentimes um, we find that there have been business owners who will give their ideas to a writer and the writer will write the business plan for them. And then when they go to present themselves to a they banker or to an investor, they know nothing about the business. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important that you understand the marketing structure. Who's your target market? You understand if you need to expand, how you're going to expand. You understand the, the finances of the business. Business, so on and so forth. And our 16-week program really allows uh, an entrepreneur to take each step, network, build their tribe, because we have discussion leaders that come in that will support you, and they're now part of your network to make sure that you're successful. Well, you know, this is a great program, obviously. Thank You've you. had great success. And uh, tomorrow you start a new chapter, and that's uh, also very, very important. I want to thank you both so much for being with us. and. We want to thank you for being with us and continued success in your business. Thanks for having us. Alice, same to you as you continue this new chapter. That's Alice Herndon, who is the director of Grace Hill Women's Business Center and Riona Wise, the owner of the Wise Impact Network. A reminder, the doors open at the center's new location, 6722 Page Avenue at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU.